babes, babes, my London town and beyond, babes. We're back. Oh, that's oh. been a while. It's been a while since I've heard that kind of noise from your mouth, producer Rob. Oh, it has indeed. Um, gosh, I mean, don't we sound a little bit different as well? We're we Zoom. Guys, we're on Zoom. We said we would never do this, but here we are. Here we are. Be what's that word when you do something that you said that you wasn't going to do, but then you do it? Hypocritic. Ironic? No. Iconic. <laughs> no. Iconic. What can we say? Uh, no hypocrites. Um, but yeah, God, it, it has been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's been about six weeks actually. Um, but we have good reason, and I'm about to share it with you. So pause for like a dramatic effect. Uh-huh. We recently had Freedom Day and all the it, clubs reopened. Yeah, I mean, James, we bloody made this podcast to talk about the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as the clubs open, it's like, right, we're off. Bye. Okay, uh, bye. Get your coat. We're going to get a fire exit door. I've got money. Work- I've got money. <laughs> You've been working in them, to be fair. You've been like actually doing work and DJing, and I've done the opposite of working in them. <laughs> Yeah, you've been dancing though, babe, to my beats. <laughs> We're the great duo, you know. So um, yeah, we had to take a pause, listeners. So you know, review our bougie lifestyles. Um, oh wait, I didn't say boozy. I said bougie. <laughs> <laughs> boozy. Um, and no, what you will no- notice is that uh, don't worry. Not the whole episode is going to be on Zoom like this. Um, We actually recorded this wonderful episode with today's guest about six weeks ago. And yeah, we've just been sitting on it since. Um, And we're like, bloody hell, we need to get a move on and get this out because it was such a gorgeous episode, wasn't it? It was gorge. It was gorgy. Who says gorgy? Well, I'm saying. She is just such a gorgy person. <laughs> Use it in a sentence, gorgy. Um, she's just wonderful. She's a performer. She has so many years in the trade um, of performing, and both in the New York scene and also in the London scene. She is a professional pro. She's here to work, work, work. Formerly known as La Fierce. You may know her as La Fierce. You may know her as Brandy. You may know her as Brandy X. But to us, she's just our babes, Brandy. So, um, can we get her in? Let's start it off. Let's go, Don. Yeah. Um, right, can we say uh, a massive big... Hello. Hello. Hi. To Brandy Hi. X. Hi. Hey, Brandy. I have to say this. You're right, babe. You're right. <laughs> yes. You went straight in. I love it. You just went you well, straight to. in with the name of the podcast. I love the British accent as well. Oh, thank you, babe. Um, well, I'm quite, <laughs> I'm still working on it. I, my husband says it's rubbish, but, you know, this is the best you'll get from me. I don't know what it is. It's a mixture of everything. It is a mixture, That's isn't it? That's not the UK. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hybrid in a lot of different places okay. in the UK. There's a yeah. little bit of Manchester in there. There's yes. a little bit like Birmingham. Yes. Love that. So, I mean, that kind of squashes <laughs> or leads in even to, like, okay. my first key question, which we got to ask, babes, is 
Are you all right, babes? I'm all right, babe. I'm all right, yes. No complaints. How many times can we say the word babes? I was just about to say babes. that. Babes. I'd love to do a tally of the amount of times we say babe on this podcast. Oh, oh my God. I think if we got like, money for that tally, <laughs> we would be some hella rich bitches. And we could like just go to Mykonos and live our best life, right? Yes. Yeah. We love that. And we could have yeah. bought that club that Mick, uh, Lindsay Lohan had, but then fouled epically. Because it probably would have been cheap because <laughs> she fucked it up. I know. Right? Seriously. Whatever happened to that anyway? Yes, did you ever see the program? Or the... I did see the program. I think they needed me on there. Yeah, the animated I've, might have been a success, I babe, will say. Yeah. Um, I think they you they need you everywhere. Hence why oh, you are here with you. us today on this sofa. Aww. You're I'm, looking so glam, can I say, as well. Like, <laughs> it's a shame no one can see. In fact, no, they will. <laughs> the oh pictures. When we take the picture, the camera. Promoter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we have a me. camera. <laughs> this is me on my, in my natural state. Oh. Oh. You know, Did you wake up like natural. this? I wake up like this every day. I go to sleep like this, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key, going to sleep yeah. like this so you can wake up like this. It's so true, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, stay ready. You ain't got to get ready, okay? <laughs> exactly. Hello. All these things make sense now, don't yeah. they? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting really hot, and I don't know whether it's because you look so gorgeous. Uh, I'm me. actually getting a little bit flustered. <laughs> it's yeah. me, baby. It's Be- me. In between you and producer Robs, I can't cope. Oh, bless. <laughs> oh likewise. Right. Well, well firstly, a massive thank you for agreeing to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. It's so lovely to just be staring, looking at you. Oh, just gonna bless. Have that moment. Don't get weird. <laughs> it's the gypsy whatever moment, you know. Um, so the why, really, as behind why Robs and I wanted you on the show is because you are a powerhouse performer baby mm-hmm. and like i've seen some of your performances and i'm like damn girl like subscribe and <laughs> it's been such a lovely thing to do but it's been so transactional right it's been so quick yes. and so brief that i'm like there's a story there's more to brandy x it's got to mm. be more that i want to learn and i want our listeners to learn and so mm. that's why we wanted you on the show baby Aww. so you can share all about Brandy X. Yes. Thank you. Well, it's my greatest honor to be here. Mm. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, I'm I'm the world's best kept secret. Yeah. Like, I'm, the, I'm the one that know that everyone knows, but nobody knows of. I, lo- you know? I love that. I feel like there's a book title with that. It shouldn't seem to come out like with yes. your name on it. It's in the works. Definitely yeah. in the works. Is it really? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's part of the journey of every superstar, isn't it? So, I mean, it's bound yeah. to happen. Oh my God, I love it. This is what I I like to call my beginning. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a You're Right Babes exclusive. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the tell all. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I've, never, right, I've never actually seen you perform live, but I follow you on Instagram Ooh. and that's how I've seen you and know of you. And that, you are like, a, yeah, powerhouse performer. Like, Thank absolutely you. You incredible no performer. How long, <laughs> yeah, how long have you been doing that in London? Uh, in London, about five years, but uh, in general, 14 long years. So I'm no spring chicken. This is something <laughs> that I've been doing for a very long time. You know, I have archives and archives of performances. So now that we just opened up, I'm like performing and working everywhere. And everyone's like, how are you doing all these different numbers? I'm like, honey, I have 14 years under my belt. And some of these yeah. things I cannot forget, even if I wanted to. So literally, I have all these archives of just performances, honey. I am the, uh, it all started with female impersonation, you know, when I I started doing drag right. it, it was just like the first step stepping stone to my journey as a trans woman and yeah. everything else that you see now yeah 
Yeah, so I think it's all experience, really. Where did that start for you then? Where what, Can you give us, like, I guess you put your background, like, where did you, yes. where did you grow up, all that kind of stuff? Well, I'm born and raised in a little village um, on the west coast of America. It's called Los Angeles. I don't know <laughs> oh my God. I've heard of it. <laughs> um, I think I've been there. Yes. <laughs> so I'm born and raised, like, met very few people in L.A. L.A. is just yeah. a mixture of, uh, of uh, people from all around the world. And so being a native to L.A. is just something that... I feel, you know, it's a part of me. I'm always, I'm an LA girl, you know, yeah. in particular a Valley girl. And I think that my accent just kind of pretty much just, you know, mm-hmm. just says it all. And I've been working in London now for five years. I'm coming on to my five year um, uh, mark here in the UK. Congratulations. Should we be celebrating that? How do you feel about that? I, I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry about it's that. It's been a long journey. Let me just say that. I'm <laughs> yeah. ready for to, to be uh, finally a, a, a British citizen. Yeah, because yeah. you have to apply yeah. for it after five years. Yes, right? it's been a long journey, a stressful journey, but you know what i'm really happy to be the in the uk i love the uk and it's just my heart now and i wouldn't choose anywhere else to be than the, the than london at this Aww. point in time simply because everywhere else is fucked i mean we're <laughs> fucked yeah. we're, we're fucked too but at least you know we have free national health care which for yeah. many yeah. people universal health care rather which a lot of people take for granted me coming from america we don't get shit so yeah. it's nice to be somewhere where at least you feel like if there was ever any type of emergency you, yeah. you'll be taken care yeah. of and and you, your life won't be ruined because financially and yeah. for any other reason. Yeah. But that's a whole nother story. Thank, thank God for the NHS. <laughs> oh my God, we, I think sometimes thank we God. take our NHS for granted. Like, I get livid the fact that it takes me three weeks to get some bloody hay fever <laughs> tablets <laughs> and I'm staring into the camera because I'm going to send this to Boris Johnson. Yeah. But actually, we're very lucky when you can, you know, can consider what it's like in America Definitely. and like can just completely ruin your financial status and 100%. your life. Was was that uh, I was going to ask you what what was your driver in moving over to the UK? Was that well the first time I ever was it this podcast? Uh, It was this podcast. I've been waiting for this moment my (laughs) whole life. (laughs) Yes, Um, but no, I've actually first came to the UK. It was for the London the the London Olympics, of course. uh, In true um, you know fierce fashion, I came for the Olympics (laughs) with uh, friends, and I just fell in love with London. And there's a whole backstory to who I am and my drag persona and how. How it all started. I really feel like I've manifested the UK and being in London because my first drag name was actually London Fierce, and this was back oh. in 2008 when I first started doing drag. Wait, isn't that your email? That's my email, London Fierce. Yes. I've had that for ages. Mm. Oh my god, I, I remember <laughs> your name yes, before London it was Brandy. Yes, it was La Fierce. Um, then I, I, I cut yes. it to La Fierce, and now it's like Brandy X. Um, so I'm still all those things, you know. But yeah. it's obviously like every human being, it's a journey, and I'm still trying to find myself and. Mm. And uh, I'm loving what I'm finding. So hey, <laughs> how is how how did your sort of drag persona and your your drag character evolve then over those years through those names? Like, what made you change the name? I well, first of all, I've always been infatuated with British culture as a kid, with like the Spice Girls, Mr. Mm. Bean, and all of the like the the Queen and the the accent and all <laughs> just the, the 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 things that Americans know London and the UK to be. And so I always felt like I like I knew I was going to be this posh girl that's like has everything she ever wanted. And every time I think of opulence, I think of the United Kingdom. I don't know why I think 
think of the royal family. Um, because opulence, we earn everything. everything. Exactly. <laughs> so I went with London Fears. I loved it. I was that person. But I think there came a time when I started to transition and I kind of got confused with who I was. Am I a drag queen? Am I, right. am I really going to be London? Like when I introduce myself to people, I didn't realize that, you know, um, you, you, not, not that you have to have different person names or aliases, but I didn't really, yeah. I was confused when, when I started transitioning through drag and I was like, well, I'm not London fierce all the time. Am I like, I mean, I am fierce and I, but like, it yeah. just didn't really make sense to me and to, it was creating a lot of confusion. So, um, a little backstory. My name was actually Randy. <laughs> and so I threw Randy. a B on it. Yeah, Randy. Oh my God. Yeah. So my name was Randy and I just threw a B on it and I said, Hey, you know what? Let's just make it easy. Brandy. Yeah. There you go. You know? <laughs> yeah. What made you keep it so similar? Because I didn't want to lose who I was. I, I think I, the thing about me, it's like, obviously, uh, as humans, we try to find ourselves. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and at some points of our life, we are confused. But one thing that I will say is that I always try to find happiness in every stage of my life. And at one point, and, and, I, and I've always been a happy person, just naturally. And I didn't want to lose myself completely. And I also didn't want to confuse people. And I didn't want to, for so many reasons. Uh, I just was like, you know what? I just, Brandy sounds right. And also, I'm first generation American. So I have a Mexican background. And they can not pronounce Randy, so they would call me Brandy anyway. Brandy, Brandy, Brandy. <laughs> so my uncle's an athlete, but Brandy, because Brandy is not an, a, a Mexican name. It's not a Latin yeah. name. It's very American. Mm. And so it, it was just like, they couldn't even pronounce it. And I kind of liked Brandy growing up. I was like, oh, yeah, Brandy, I'm going to be Brandy one day. So I just did Brandy. I just wanted to keep it simple. You Are know? you a fan of Brandy the singer? Oh, my God. Icon. Ick. And iconic, right? And then when I, when obviously, so why wouldn't I want that name? She's an icon. <laughs> Moesha, honey. Yes. That is my bitch. Monica. Yes. Oh, honey. I, I just love that we're getting this one on camera. This is just such uh, good bloody content. No. <laughs> can, can I ask, um, I think it's really interesting uh, when you talked about kind of coming to terms with transitioning and being a drag queen at the times how do you how do you like identify now because I've, I've i've heard some of mainly the kind of the rupaul's drag race girls who've, who've gone through transition after appearing on the show and some of them have spoke about how difficult it was to kind of uh, um identify as, as trans but then continue to be a drag queen i think it was gia gunn when she was on the show she talks about going back on the show made her feel like she was back where she started where she's still presented as male so how has that journey been for you? Uh, well, I think because, first of all, I want to say that all drag is valid. I just have to say Absolutely. that now. <laughs> 100%, 100%. And I do consider myself a drag queen. For a while, I didn't because I didn't want to be associated with like um, a male to female illusion. Yeah. And so I was confused about it. But as time goes by and you become more confident in who you are, I do see myself and recognize myself as a drag queen in my own right but I'm also a showgirl and Mm. I like to call it a trans queen so whatever Mm. you want to call it baby you can call it you know Mm, Uh, for me it's drag it's it's a performer it's I started with as a female impersonator in America that's what it was like we were all about the glam the beauty the curves the illusion and so that's how I think that that that's where my strengths lied then and that's why I I found such a fascination with drag because of the transformation and just seeing myself before and after and just looking hot like Mm -hmm. I I was just I I, not to toot my own horn but I've always been an attractive female even from the beginning Um, 
And so it just, it, it was a bit uh, confusing once I started identifying more as female because I felt like that was digressing and I didn't really understand myself. But th- again, that, that was just a personal feeling, something that I had to deal with. Yeah. And I think that drag is a, an amazing thing to be. And anyone can be a drag queen, a female, a, yeah, a male, a trans woman, anyone. It's, it's all drag, you know? What, what, what do you think of the London drag scene? Like... I am obsessed with the London drag queen and I am so happy that the world now gets to see the girls in the UK because I've always said it. These bitches are bad. These bitches need their moment and they're getting their moment. Give me some names. Give us some oh, names. Oh, honey. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> we know the names already, honey. We know the names. We know the names. We know Of course, <laughs> my bitch Taste, Ahura, oh. Bimini. These are girls that I've worked with in London yeah. since I've started working here. And so to watch them grow and just be in their presence and just see that stardom before they were on the show. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember telling Taste multiple times, girl, if you ever get on Drag Race, you are going to change the game of drag. And sure enough, these girls have oh, changed yeah. the game. There has never been any any drag race uh, uh, a season like this last season, season yeah. two. It's made me yeah. so proud. The Just, difference between one and two. Oh, my. Oh, my it's next gosh. level, wasn't it? So the difference jump. between season two UK and all of the other seasons. It's yeah. just so yeah. different. And I think that, you know, I'm so happy um, to just see the girls like flourish and become successful and become these mega superstars, you know, because yeah. that just means it's I'm right around the corner, honey. So and it's speaking of happen. season three, um, know, right? a, are we going to be seeing a certain somebody on like... Maybe not season three, but maybe season four. Would you be yeah. interested then? Would, would you be, be interested? more than interested. I think yeah. I deserve it. I mean, Hell, I think yeah. I'm okay. And not, I never feel entitled to anything, but I do feel entitled to this. And let me tell you why. Because I was there since before season one. I remember when season one was being um, filmed, my girlfriend, Angina, who I adore, mm. was t- telling us about this amazing TV show that she was going to be a part of, how it was going to change the game. She couldn't talk much about it. Series one. Back, like, you series one. Angina's Se- no, you, no, no, season it, one of, yeah, of, the of the U.S. Oh, my God. And so I remember, like, oh, my God. And this is when I start, started doing drag. So I started doing drag before Drag Race. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is how old I am. <laughs> but, um, but no, and uh, you know what? I, I was actually meant to be on season three, but they did not take me. They used my, really? my, 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 my audition tape on the series yeah. for um, episode one um, for wow. a part of their sh- first episode. But... I was already gonna uh, uh, becoming an official contestant, but they actually did not let me go on the show because I was transgender, <gasps> and what? it was it, it was really upsetting because I knew that it, this was in my cards. I knew that I meant to be on the show. It was just something that just doesn't happen by accident. And I was selected as one of the members. And I remember going in to fill in the paperwork, and I came in. By that time, I was already presenting as female, and I, there was no way that I could present as male even for the confessionals and so they told me you know what like do you mind actually asked me if i mind uh being uh, a man for the confessionals and at that moment it was just such a crucial part in my life that i just could not do it i said i can't there's absolutely no way i can do it and because of that i did not get on the show and so I was extremely devastated for like a, a, a while, especially seeing how they use my audition tape for the the actual um season three. 
uh, premiere episode. Uh-huh. So I was just like, uh, that's just disgusting. I'm so sorry. That it, is yeah, straight up is, disgusting. I, it's disgusting. But then again, I, I don't fault the production because that's where the world was then. Yeah. And, you know, as we've seen, we've, we're constantly changing and improving. But these are things that we went through. Like when I started transitioning, it was a different time. There was no transgender icons. There was no role models. There was no yeah. uh, uh, support groups really that I knew of. There was not enough resources for people like myself. So when I started transitioning, I transitioned to be a woman. I didn't transition to be transgender or identify as transgender because it just didn't exist then. Back then, the girls transitioned to be female. And we were taught that the only way you were ever going to be successful or have a chance in life was, for one, to be passable, which means to look like a woman, talk Mm. like a woman, feel like Mm. a woman. And so that was engraved in my mind. And and for me, it was natural. And I wanted and I know I'm a woman and there was no doubt about it. And that's where my journey began. And then years later, you know, we have the transgender tipping point in 2015 where there was starting to be so much more trans visibility, Laverne Cox, Janet Mock. And we're starting to like really hear about our, our, our gay history our trans history and the world kind of just blew up. And Mm. I didn't realize that we were going to have these opportunities. So I was so comfortable in being a woman and being under the radar and being passable that I didn't feel comfortable with people knowing that I was transgender because I didn't identify with it once one and uh, secondly it was just not that type of it was a different time in in, in our world it was like it was a, a moment of survival and I knew yeah. that I, I I wasn't gonna survive I knew I was gonna flourish I know that that there's something meant for me out here and I just knew that I I, I was I, I was gonna be okay so mm-hmm. Back then, it's like we didn't have enough transgender stories to relate to, to where you you can say, you know what? I like her. I think I'm transgender. I think I want to transition. It was never something like that because we didn't see ourselves anywhere. And this was back in 2009 when I started transitioning. So this was uh, actually 2008. So this was 13 years ago. It was a different world. And even in L.A., we would only meet at the nightclubs. We would like, you know, do our thing, honey, and, you know, slay. And that was life, you know. And, and, and me, I was working in entertainment already. I was acting. I was modeling. I was doing all of these things that transgender people did not do. Mm. But I was doing it as female. And I didn't want to be open about being trans because back then you were outed and you were just treated differently. And I was quite comfortable and, and excited to see what the future held for, for me. But then just finding, just being judged and, and being outed and then just feeling uncomfortable, constantly looking over your back, finding invalidation in people that really did not care about you, that did not mm. see you, that that would not want you if they knew that you were transgender. And back then, you weren't transgender, you were a man. They didn't, t- they didn't mind right. their pronouns. They didn't give a fuck. They mm. just were like, you're a man or you're a woman. I remember going to audition tapes and saying like, uh, um, uh, oh, but like I'd saying at times like, oh, I'm transgender. Oh, so you're a man. I'm like, no, I'm mm. transgender, and it was co- this constant pushback. And even when, when, when transgender um, uh, uh, people were able to were in 2015, when people's when transgender people started working more and being more visible, even then, like I started being judged, like, well, you don't look trans enough, you know, you're not really. Oh, really. So I found myself in this place where it's like I'm not trans enough to be trans, and I'm not female enough to be a female. Like, where do I fit? Yeah. Who do, who am I? Where do I go from here? Because it was just difficult because the world wasn't ready to accept us i wasn't ready to accept myself i felt like i found validation in in people not knowing and that was just a bad habit that i created that has been really hard for me to break (laughs) what do you feel about the world today how do you feel the world feels today what what's more is needed what do you feel i think that there is hope now i'm glad that now people can identify as trans i'm glad that now we have a community that we can call our own 
I'm glad that we can identify it in, as whatever we want, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm also, uh, I also think that we need more support for um, the o- older trans people. I think yeah. that oftentimes we forget about the people that came before us and how hard mm, it was yeah. and the kind of environment that they had to live in. And they still haven't received the proper care, the proper respect, the acknowledgement that they deserve. I think that sometimes we have to be careful about infatuating over trans people and 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 especially the younger trans people that are that we just so we're like oh there's literally i think in the industry just they want to bring up and forward just beautiful young looking perfect trans people which i think it's it's great but that we all we can't we can't go by that guide we can't just give opportunities to people that we feel are marketable we need to really look deep within us and, and show um uh diversity yeah. because even even amongst trans or sometimes the lgbt community we don't show diversity there's still a face of for the lgbt community a certain image yeah, yeah. Uh, in the trans community you have to look look female you have to look hot you have to look passable you have flawless, to look this and that. stunning flawless like, yes yeah. and i just think it's unfair I, j- I don't think that there should just be one breakthrough artist in any type of um in any type of field. I think that there should be several. I think we should all see ourselves. (laughs) Thank you. Stop fucking scribe. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, and, and it's just, so it's disheartening to, to just, I, I, in, in a way, just to see how much more work we need and how, people are coming and going and we're losing some of these legendary icons that, and we're not hearing their story. We're not giving them their flowers, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. and we need to, we need to invest more and, and, and not just in, in the image, not just on the exterior. We really need to get to in know who mental, we are like in deep into the, yeah. because yeah. The there's spirit. just so many. Yeah. I'm hoping that you, um, in, in the U S anyway, I think you lucky that there's now a leader who, has outwardly recognized the support that is needed for transgender yes. people. And that's amazing to hear a president, you know, I think it was in his first speech, yes. he actually actively said it. And not just transgender people, he he called out transgender women of color. Yes. Which is so important to call out in America because mm. the violence against transgender women Absolutely. of color is off the charts and just goes ignored. Um, but in the UK... <laughs> We don't have such a supportive leader, leaders. Um, it's no. really a shit show, really. No, there isn't. And you know what? It's more common than not. I mean, we have yet to to have world leaders really step up to the plate and show support yeah. towards the LGBT community and the trans community in particular. And I just feel like, you know, we need that, which is why it's so important that we're constantly just pushing back and being vocal about these things because these are conver- hard conversations to have. These are conversations that we never would have had 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was just not even up for discussion. Just like, you know, perfect example, I was I, I was not selected to be on Drag Race because I was transgender and that's an LGBT show. That What yeah. better moment for them to step yeah. up and, and, and create a change? They could have done that in 2000 and, what was it, 2012? They could have done that then mm. when I was supposed to be on. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was a tongue pop, by the way. Um, but yeah. That could have been yours. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. That could have been, you got to coin that pop. But everything <laughs> happens for a reason. You know, yeah. I've already um, had a few opportunities. I won't give too much information, but there are some Ooh. things in the works um, it, that I'm going to be really it. proud of. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I just, I just, and I was, and now I'm just so much more passionate about my community because I felt like, I feel like I've wasted so much time trying to control my image, trying to control what, I project to, to the other people because I wanted to be seen as female. I wanted to see, be seen as perfect. I didn't want people to see my flaws. But there is just so much beauty in our imperfection that yes. I want to be more about 
uh, about uh, motivating uh, the youth to really love themselves and not infatuate over their physical look. Like, you know, really work on yourself as a person and everything else will follow. I was literally about to ask you what would be a message that you would pass on to younger people that might listen to this podcast as a, like Aww. a little seed. What's like a, a Brandy X kind of one-liner that could just make somebody feel okay or seen or listened to or heard? What would be like your one-liner you'd give? One-liner? Um, Not to put you on the spot. In, in life, there are two paths. Walk them both, honey. There are no rules. <laughs> oh, that I feel like that's super original. I've never heard that. I've never heard well, that. Yeah, that is original. Oh my I, that's god! That's actually my, my phrase oh. for whenever the housewives uh, UK come into fruition. Ah. Honey, you're on. Oh, we're getting you on that show. You know, on those two paths, I'm gonna walk both paths in sliders and stop. No, there you go. both paths in stiletto no. pumps, honey. Yes, absolutely not. I'm a size nine oh stiletto. Oh, How, okay. I, I wanted to ask you about obviously you're an incredible performer in the London. Thank nightlife scene um so what's what's the nightlife scene like for you um and you know continuing the conversation for other trans performers like how inclusive do you think our scene in london is i think that we are becoming so much more inclusive um and um I, I, but i think that we still have need to 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 just stop and take a moment and say you know what I need to go through my uh, my find out who it is that I want to represent, mm -hmm. and I think that is obviously the marginalized community, and start writing down names and don't forget their names. Like mm -hmm. remember their names, use their names. Mm -hmm. Like it's not really hard. Do some research. Like like yeah. it's not enough to to to. No, if you want to do it, you're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. So stop the bullshit. And if you don't know of anyone, then ask around and see who you can bring forward because yeah. there are plenty of people. And that is my job as uh, the event manager at Circa is to give people that normally would not be given that opportunity, that opportunity. Because a lot of times we're so we're so um, uh, occupied with with doubting ourselves and, and sabotaging ourselves that we can't give to the community. I, I, and me in particular, it's like, like I didn't want to be an activist. There are so many other things I want to be, but I know that I have to be because in this lifetime, I want to create some sort of change and yeah. we can all do it. We all have that power yeah. and people, promoters, event managers, like club managers, whoever you are out there, please take the time to learn these names and, and look for people that you don't normally have in your nightclub and give them that opportunity because they deserve it. And we have to start it within our LGBT community. We're going to continue leading. The LGBT community needs to continue leading and show everyone else. Lead by example. Yeah. You know, it starts here. Exactly. It starts here. I just want to jump up and give you the biggest fucking <laughs> cuddle. Because that is exactly where the community, the nightlife industry, people that promote, run bars, event managers need to fucking step up and listen to. And they need to move forward with. And it's something that, as a DJ for me... I'm so passionate about and it drives me nuts when I see people that are not progressive and they live in in a certain way in a certain lane and I cannot and it makes you even feel like oh hey hold on if you don't understand or support or promote or you're not with it then I don't even want to play with you I am not you are not an ally you are not a friend yeah. I don't want to be a part of your night because your headspace is not where it needs to no. be and that is just so powerful Oh, we got to breeze for a moment. I can take a deep breath because I love that. It comes to back to the community as well, though, because, you know, as a community, we also need to go out of our way to go to shows that, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people can be like, oh, I'll go to that show because Ahura's performing, you know, and you kind of rely on the big names. But 
because she's got, been a part of Drag Race or been yeah, commercially but, bigged up. Or. But you know, we've got to make we've got to put our money where our mouth is as well and go out and support local performers. Yes, well, it's the, not just about the numbers. It's not just about yeah. money. We're not just about making money. You have to take chances. Like you have to stop playing it safe. Stop do stop going for what sells. Forget about what sells because what's been selling, honey. We don't want to buy it anymore. We're yeah. done. Mm-hmm. That's like the old way. This is new way, honey. Bring it to hey, the ball. Man. You know. Bring it to the rat 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 Speaking about ballrooms, do you do you do you do you go to ballrooms? I do. I'm actually from the Royal House of Extravaganza. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the Royal House of Extravaganza and my mother Kiki Extravaganza, and my grandfather, the legendary Jose Extravaganza. May he rest in peace. Um, he was one of the uh, uh, ones that w- really. Um, helped uh, Pose come into fruition. Oh, and wow. so he co-wrote a lot of the things on that show. There's a backstory about that as well, but I won't talk about it <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, and I'm also part of the House of Mandela here in the UK. So Isn't that Raven? I'm part of two houses, yeah. Oh, Raven. And oh Raven, my God, I love Raven. My mother, yeah, we Hi, love Raven. who doesn't. And that is one queen that really needs to be recognized raven mandela she is just such a force such a light such a history uh, a story to be spoken about you know so much give her the mic because she is the one honey and she is the two and the three and the four there is (laughs) nobody that can come for her and i'm just just i those type of people are the ones that we need to hear out and give them their moment because a lot of times society sees us under a different lens and, and, and we're we're not doing that anymore. I'm not going to live my life how you want me to live it. I'm going to live yeah. it how I want to live it. Yeah. And that's what I had to do when I started transitioning. I came to the moment, to, to the point in time where I said, you know what? My family's never going to accept this. My my dad, my mom, they, they've never been supportive of my LGBT lifestyle. And there's no way in hell they're going to allow me to transition. So I had to step away. I said, as much as I love my family, they've created so much harm and damage to me mentally, physically. And just like, not that I was like physically abused, but, you know, as a kid, like you're bullied. And I was mm. bullied. Mm. And I have three older brothers. So you can imagine how hard it was with being in a heterosexual family that, that that's homophobic. And my dad as well. And it was just constant like pushback. I was never allowed to be who I wanted to be. I was really suppressed and I was living a life that wasn't for me. Like I was, I never mm-hmm. came out of the closet per se until I was uh, like 16, 17. And then I thought I was gay. And then that lasted a few years. And then I became trans. And, and this is who I am. And I just feel like a lot of times we are so so distracted that we can't even find who we are because yeah. we just want to be accepted. And, and yeah. I'm just here to tell you, forget those people. Do you, yeah. If they don't accept you, well, then fuck them. You have to carry on and do you, honey. That, 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 that experience that you went through um, and how hard that must have been and the multiple different experiences that you've had, the fire that you have in you. I've seen that fire. When I came down to see you at Circa the Club, obviously, which is your baby on a Friday yes. night, Friday vibes. Yes. And I saw you perform a Janet Jackson number. And I sat there with Alan and we literally watched you. And it was when it was seated and you had to work that fucking runway, babe, because yes. they were seated. The music was not that loud. And what I remember seeing, and I wrote this down about you. And then I remember asking you straight away after that to be on the show. I saw fire in your oh, eyes, Brandy. You. That fire was passion. That fire was trauma. That fire was pain. That fire was hey I'm a fucking superstar and I'm going to keep pushing until I find it until I also get my message out or that thing that is in your eyes and like, I'm a spiritual hippie hippie this one takes a piss <laughs> out of me for it right I'm an energy bitch and people read me for filth but you know what it's a higher I got a higher sensitivity about me which allows me to look at people's energy and read it you know in a really beautiful way and you have that in you thank you honey and, and you know what we all have that energy it's just a matter of lighting igniting that fire yeah. you know because 
through pain, through whatever hardship, through whatever, even positivity, positive things in your life, that is all a part of you. And yeah. it's just what, it depends on what you do with it. And I just encourage everyone to not let anyone turn dim down their light. No. You know, you have to be you. You have to stay true to yourself. And I haven't always been this outspoken. I have, I've always been a performer since I was a child. But now I'm at a moment where it's like, this is make it or break it. You know, I'm getting older. I need to make, I need to do what I need to do. And I need to mm. do it now because tomorrow's not promised. And I, I got, I got, I got places to be. I got shit to, to do. And all that. Well, okay. listen, it's got about shit to do. <laughs> where, where are the places? Where do you want to go? Like, what's, what's like the goal for Brandy? <sighs> the goal is, well, I'm already an international artist. Oh! <laughs> but really, just like, like being the, 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 the being the face of something uh, positive. I feel like the reason why I am the world's kept secret is because there is something out there for me that is just that it's right around the corner and I'm being and I've been more than patient I mean 14 long years working in nightlife is not easy sometimes yeah, you get discouraged sometimes you're like fuck my drag you know but you know what it's that same that that's that those moments when you're feeling broken when you're feeling down those are the most important moments of your life because that is when where, where change is created that is where drive is created that is where dreams are made and that's when you have to tell yourself you know what instead of giving up I'm gonna to move forward because it's harder to move it's it's easier to give up it really is there's been so yeah. many times where i'm like i could just do this and just forget about this like and it's just like no 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 you have to continue you have you to carry on pushing. you, have you to know what uh, fine those those voices in your head are always that always the loudest to give up on something i just before that moment when you fully succeed so when you get to that point you're like why is it not working why am i not breaking that is the moment which i i think that that's the moment you break through with it you know See, if anyone's had those voices, that is such a beautiful message. Just know that's probably that voice saying, hey, actually, you're about to really fucking make yes. it. So you need to just push through this last little bit of totally. pain or trauma or challenge and you'll get there. Totally. Which is why I'm saying yes to everything. I don't care what it is. I'm saying yes to it. Because you know what? That The more you do, the more chances you, you, you have, the more exposure you have, the more people you meet. You just have to stay true to yourself. Be original and you know, know that nothing's ever going to, not, nothing's always ever going to be perfect. So that's okay as well. You yeah. know, you have to carry on. Don't let, don't be discouraged by life. Life is so difficult, but you know what? We're difficult as well. We have to carry on. Babe, baby. I feel like you need to write a book, right? So we could just like all of these, <laughs> everything that you say, just put it in a fucking book and let's get it out there. Not even charge for it. People just need to read. Oh, it's on a podcast. Shit. Hello. Um, listen, where can people see you play and do your thing and perform and just be Brandy X. Give us some places. Well, on uh, my Instagram, I am Brandy X. Plug, plug, Brandy plug. with a Y, of course. <laughs> uh, no, and really, I, I'm, I'm the resident hostess at uh, Circa the Club, so I'm there on Fridays and Saturdays. And just like really look at my Instagram. I'm working everywhere at the moment. Yeah. Everywhere. I'm so like, I actually just did the net. I just did Soho House. Nice. So honey, she's breaking out doing yeah. her thing. I'm really excited for what's to come. I'm actually working on something with the NHS Trust. Yeah. And I'm going to be doing an educational video for GPs, you know, because a lot of the, you'd be surprised even your the GPs, the yeah. people that are meant to be right. uh, ed, ed, helping us guide through these transitions, don't know a thing about wh where to start. Right. And um, so I think it's important for us to really just have this conversation and make sure that we are seen because it's not just male and female. Now it's trans. Now it's everything else. So they need to be our GPs need to be educated on that. You yeah. know, if no one else. 
And also, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. <laughs> I just say, like, first of all, congratulations. That is incredible. Yeah. yeah. That is really, really amazing. So thank you. And yeah. I'm really excited. And I want this is my way to give back. You know, all those years that I denied who I was. I mean, I am transgender, but transgender is just a small part of me. I'm so many other things. And mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't want my my community to handicap themselves either or to to victimize themselves. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but life is hard. You have to be strong. You have to really get to know yourself and who you are and and just follow your dreams. Don't don't be distracted by the society, by by anyone else because they're constantly going to try to put you down. You have to do it for yourself. Mm. You're not going to you nothing's going to be easy. So, I just encourage my community to stop being a damn little baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard, girls yeah, and yeah, boys, yeah. but come on. We, we're, we're, we're big kids now, and your dream is out there. You just have to go get it. Don't let anyone stop you. Like, if, And going back to what I was saying with when I had to turn my back on my family because I had to transition, and I was, it was a life, at that moment, it was life and death. I was spiraling out of control. I was just drinking. I was partying. I didn't care about life. I never saw myself in the future prior to transitioning. And then I came to the moment where I said, you know what, if I really don't do this for myself, because I know the signs were there. I knew who I, I always knew as, as a kid, but it's one of those things where when I was growing up, I never thought that would be a possibility. So I decided to to go through with it. And I told my sister, who I'm really close with, I'm not talking to mom. I'm not talking to dad. They're they're they're, they're not because they're really religious, but I just knew that they would never understand. And they would yeah. they would not want me to do it. They would not encourage me to do it. And when you're transitioning, you need support. You need encouragement. Yeah. You need love. And so I decided to do it for myself. Now, six months later, when I did not talk to my family, just because at that time I was going through these changes and I was like forgiving myself and, and, and trying to grow and, and move on. And then I, my family was like, why aren't you coming home? Why aren't you coming to stay? It's, why aren't you answering my calls? And I told my mom, because I'm transitioning, I'm transgender and I will never go back to who I was ever. Mm-hmm. And my mom wanted me to come over and talk and sit down as a family and I told them, I'm going to come and talk, but if I'm disrespected, if I'm misgendered, if I'm, and by then I was wearing a wig, I was looking crazy. And I was really, I felt like I was that bitch because I was at that yeah. moment. So when I, um, so when I showed up, it was just really awkward to say the least. Yeah. Uh, but my brothers were just like, just so supportive. One of my brothers even cried and he was like, I'm so sorry for what we did to you. We had no idea. I wish we would have known like, like, and, and from that moment forward, I've have never been closer to my family. My family is like my biggest support system. They love me. They come to my shows. They come visit me. Um, you know, they love me. I'm the sister. I never once got misgendered by my family ever again. They use the correct pronouns, called me by my chosen name, by my name, you know, yeah. and and it was just a breakthrough moment that I never would have had had I not transitioned. So a lot of times we're so scared to, to follow who we are because we think that we're going to be judged. But even if you are judged, you need to do it for yourself. Yeah, you have to do it for such, yourself. Such an incredible story. That's so nice to hear for once, you know, Aww, thank like you. families, especially for a lot of LGBT, LGBT people, family can be a really tricky subject. Mm. So to hear that you've got an amazing supporting family. I do. I, I, am, I am very lucky. I didn't always, but I do now. And that's what matters. And also being able to forgive your family and people in the past and just know that it's not your fault. It was never your fault. And don't, don't, don't let that trauma. <laughs> you can't be full <laughs> of, oh, you can be full of emotion, babe. Oh, I love you. I love oh, you. Oh my God. Oh, bless you. Can we get some tissues? Yeah. Okay. Families, I love are, you. families are hard note. 
honey that is um, bless you thank you so much for sharing oh, that hun. like for people to hear that and without those families like that is and you know what and at the same time i've i've created my own family as well and i love my chosen family like the pe- mm-hmm. friends and, and people that i've met along the way who actually get me who understand me more than my family ever did and even sometimes more than my family will ever understand me because they can relate 100 percent so, I mean, family is not just about blood. It's about who you choose as well. Exactly. And I have such an amazing support system with my, my, fam- with my friends that are my family. So, also, if, if, you, if you don't have a supportive family, that's okay. Create your own. Find your own. Find your own. And I'm your mother if you don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Call me mother. Please, I think after please. listening to this, <laughs> yes. everyone is going to want Everyone's brandy. Mum, sorry. Mums. 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 And composure. Yeah. Um, I can't believe, like, we're almost out of time. We've, like, we've ran out of recording time. But we need to. do so much more oh, to ask him. we got to be back. Like, I'm married. I'm, <laughs> no, well, I'm going to be seeing you at Circa yes, anyway. Yes, yes, um, yes. Listen, we always ask uh, our guests on the show. Music is such a pivotal point in why we created this. There's one of the reasons why we created this uh, podcast. Um, but it's also, we want to know what your lockdown listens are. What are, like, your top three tracks that are just like Ooh, brandy eggs now. all over give me oh, three okay. moments um i'm I, like I, I i'm an old school girl so mm-hmm. jocelyn brown Ooh, somebody oh, else's guy yeah. honey. Yeah. Ooh, mm, mm, that mm. is my bitch okay somebody um, else's guy. uh um Warren G regulator. <laughs> I'm like a hip hop girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Chuck, <laughs> no, no, no. Could you sing it for say, I was like, uh, do I pretend to I don't think it? I'm no. allowed to sing it. I think that might not be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's see. I, I love um, uh, my my girl, um, Rihanna. Who, yeah. Yeah, Jump. Mm. Rihanna Jump. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> it's a little genu- genuine. <laughs> love. What a fucking journey on this podcast. You... You're you're an incredible shining light, Brandy. Oh, thank you, honey. Well, that's what I try to now more than ever. Just really, just just encourage people to to live live with love, live with acceptance. Um, be true to yourself. You know, mm. um, something I always say in, in in my shows is is in this house, Black lives matter, trans mm-hmm. lives matter, Black trans lives matter. There's no room for Asian hate. Just live with love, really. Like yeah. like. You know, and, and give, give. You need to give in this world because there are too many takers and not enough givers. And and this is not become this is becoming not a nice place to live. And we can make it better. We can, we can. We have to believe in ourselves and in in our community and and who we are to make things better. Because we have to. There's no other option. We just have to do better. Period. Brandy, you're just incredible. <laughs> like, oh, I'm blown, I'm I'll have away. to come back because there's a lot there of things that I didn't get to say. Okay, talk. first of all, I mean, this is the like the, this is this is the start. This, this yes. is not finished. I managed to move back just about the podcast, but part two. There's something coming up here. I can feel yes. energy. Right, uh, it's energy's oh, baby, flowing in this baby. space. So, yeah. I mean, the last thing to say is just a massive it's thank a massive you, Brandy. Thank you. For coming oh, on the pleasure. show, any been, day, any whenever you want, baby. Um Bye, Brandy. Bye, Brandy. Bye. 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 B